Whenever I'm about to do something, I think, would an idiot do that? And if they would, I do not do that thing. At the time, I thought it was chow like goodbye. You know, like chow, rivadurce, sabaro, papa chow. I'm writing back. So they obviously wanted proof of funds. I didn't have $5 million to bank out. So I falsified documents. <laughs> That's what I do. If you don't write checks, how do you pay these guys? Great cash, homie. <laughs> it was the Pleasure Palace. Yes. There it is. <laughs> yes, the Pleasure Palace. Don't you dare, Isaiah. As long as you close your eyes, it's not bad. Yeah, see, that thing, it got me all up my face. I may have salt in my beard. That's a salt, brother. It's just kind of, it's a really good vibe. And I do come up here for golf a lot. And, and I've golfed some of the best courses, like Pirate's Cove. And So you're telling me the hornier the deer, the more likely he's going to die. Yeah, you know what? You kind of hit it on the head, to be honest. No, God, please, no, no! If anything, we deserve a reward or something, like a trophy. <laughs> is, this, is this where Isaiah finally talks? Yes. yes. Okay. Hello, everybody. This is the Listen Local Podcast. My name is Isaiah Moingen, and I don't know if you knew this or not, but we are sponsored by the wonderful Pequot Lakes and Gull Lake Sanitation. If you're going out of the end of your driveway, you're probably freezing cold because holy smokes, it's chilly and you don't see a red or black garbage can, guess what? You're doing it wrong. But hey, you know what? Let's be in the holiday spirit. We are live. We are local, even though it's recorded. And Jacob, maybe we will edit some stuff on the back end if we screw up. Full cast of thousands listening in today we've got in-house studio guests and some call-ins packed show hey guys that was good that, that was, was good How, you had like a week to prepare for that yeah that was a lot you're welcome i don't yeah, know no, i don't no, know what you want you. me to thank say you, thank you yeah, We're proud I, of you. I, I appreciate the, the the feedback but you know what we have a show to do so do. let's do it okay. how's the week been for both of you colton yes no it's been awesome i think we're we by the time everybody's heard this, we just finished up our, our uh, BCE wrapping party last night. We crushed our financial uh, fundraising goal of $10,000. I think we're at about 13 now. Um, we had over 50 gifts that we wrapped last night, and we'll be doing the gift drop on Wednesday, and I was it's looking, a big look, week. Yeah, I was looking through that. It was over 150 different people donated to our BCE family this year. And that was just monetarily, like via whatever, uh, the link or cash check, stuff like that, on top of all of the gifts that were brought in. So once again, super awesome to see the community come together for something like that. And um, it's it's so cool, like on the front end here, talking about it before we do the gift drop, like to be able to bless a family like we do every year and like we're going to do again this year is just incredible to be a part of. Yeah, I think a cool thing that we, that we learned today, and this is just like small world coincidence, but... Um, we got the address for the family of where we're doing the gift drop. So uh, the recipient's home. And we looked up the address and I sent it to the group. And then one of the agents was like, hey, I think, I think John, one of, one of our other agents, just sold this uh, <laughs> this last summer. And looked into it a little more. And sure enough, John listed it. And uh, one of our previous agents who uh, went on to college uh, is no longer an agent, but uh, he represented... The, the recipient oh, in, in buying that house. So that's funny. Yeah, small world, but uh, yeah, we're just giving back to our clients, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. I mean, I think that's the third. That's the third time in three years that there has been a direct personal connection between Woods to Water and the recipient, uh, the receiving family. Mm -hmm. 
completely unbeknownst to us until, you know, at Very some cool. point after selection. So yeah, that's super it's cool. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Jacob, how are you? I'm good. That's you uh, escaped the cold for a little bit, didn't you? Or was, was that two Grove. weeks ago? Oh, that was Maple Grove. <laughs> Never mind. It's still cold there. Yeah, it was very cold there. <laughs> no, I was at a little shoot Maple Grove. <laughs> Got to experience Maple Grove a little bit. And then uh, drove back. Um, stopped by our friends at Copper Creek. They had um, some fun things going on out there. It was their last weekend of their Christmas acres, right? You went to Copper Creek? Stopped by there, yeah. Did you sit on Santa's lap? No. Nope. Don't get excited, <laughs> sure? Colton. Don't get excited. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, it yeah. was cool. I, awesome I mean, to have them on last yeah, week, too. It was great to have them on. Um, always, you know... Always supporting them. They have a really cool spot out there. So, yeah, I honestly didn't do much. I was doing a shoot in Maple Grove, and then I was back up, so I can't even really talk about myself that much. Uh, we're going to get back into this Copper Creek um, Saturday debacle because we got to talk Vikings. But Yes. Yes. Correct. Yes. Uh, we don't want to get there. But um, one thing we do want to get into, which I think we're all very excited, and I think there's a little bit of a hum or maybe like a murmur, some would say, in this community like recently. Which, what do you like, like Murmur sounds bad. Sounds yeah. bad? Okay, yeah. a buzz? Is that okay? A buzz. There is a buzz going on because the bourbon room is no longer going to be the bourbon room. And we have the inside scoop for you guys. So in studio joining us, we have Catherine and Corey. Thank you so much for hopping on uh, to join us and talk a little bit about kind of uh, your current venture and then the new venture of taking over the bourbon room and uh, the new name and everything. So yeah, happy to be here. Thanks for having us. Yeah, let's just start with um, what either one of you like your backstory growing up in the community. Maybe this is more for you, Catherine, as well. Growing up in the community, you know, you and your family have been part of the war for years. And then maybe what led you guys to make that decision to purchase the bourbon room building and, and turn it into um, Ox Lake Tavern. Yeah, how about that name? I know, I like it. <laughs> I, I like it. it. It's almost it. like there's a ring to it. Like it's it's happened before, I'll right? To be honest, I never <laughs> stopped calling it Oxlade. <laughs> I don't think I ever. I, yeah, a lot of people didn't call it Bourbon Room. It was always Oxlade. Yeah. Uh, you know, born and raised in Cross Lake, went to Pequot, uh, actually graduated uh, same year as Colton. Families have owned the wharf for quite some time, since uh, December of 88. I'm basically born and raised as well in that building, so... Been working there for the last 20 years, managing, doing, you know, everything. I do the accounting and all the work, whatever. I mean, that's a testament in itself. I mean, the wharf is a massive staple of it's Cross Lake. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> then uh, ended up marrying Corey. He uh, came from California and, uh, you know, he likes the snow more than I do, but. <laughs> Corey, it is, is eight so? below out today. Why are you not in California? Yeah, it's funny, like, the, f the first winter I spent here, I think there was, like, 30 days straight of 30 below. And I was like, this is a mistake. <laughs> yeah. I made a mistake. Yep. Um, but, no, I, I love it up here, and, you know, I, we, we visit California a couple times a year, and, that, and that's plenty. Yeah, us. okay. Yeah, yeah so you, so you like you like winter love and it. the seasons and all of that. Yep. So are you big into snowmobiling? Yep. So we just got, we got a second snowmobile this this last summer. So Cat can uh, start riding. I rode last year for my first year, and I, I'm hooked. So now we got Cat sled, and she went on her first ride. Born and raised, year. born and raised in Minnesota in Cross Lake. And last Wednesday was my first time ever. You're kidding! Holy no, smokes! Not kidding. It would blow <laughs> your mind happen? how many Minnesota things she doesn't do. Yeah, it's like. 
And I'm the one doing it. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It honestly is. Oh, it's funny. We were talking a little before the show, um, and I had said, you know, I grew up on a lake, grew up in Breezy. I think I went fishing like two times my my whole childhood. It's just one of those things where I guess maybe you take it for granted. I don't know. But I was more of like skiing, wakeboarding, you know, wakeboarding, go to the restaurant, stuff like that. I just don't have the patience, and these guys know that. Can, Colton, can you really just, see me no, fishing? No, I, no, I was no. But I did think you were going to tell us you were too busy, like working your summer jobs <laughs> or something, which I <laughs> no. know is a lie. So. No, I won't good, lie. Good because we would have called you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real. Okay, so yeah, I mean, years at the wharf, um, like Isaiah said, a staple, one of these spots people come to see in Cross Lake. Sometimes people just come to stay in Cross Lake so they can go to the wharf. Um, whether it's been your breakfast in the past or or the spot to stop on the lake, what? was the decision like to make that jump and you're still going to have the wharf correct oh yeah no no we're keeping the wharf okay (laughs) and then so maybe tell us a little bit about what went into the decision to open up ox lake tavern um stick with that name and then maybe what it's going to offer as well yeah i mean so we kind of just heard rumblings about them trying to get out trying to trying to sell it so um you know we just kind of threw threw a line out there um, see what, see if they were serious, um, you know, and what that number looked like and all that. So, um, and we have a couple of good friends of ours, uh, Dan Terry and Tiffany hammer, um, that have been wanting to do something with us for a while. So, um, <clears throat> you know, we looked at them and, and they were serious about selling. So we, you know, we decided to take a leap, you know, it's, it's what we do. It's what Catherine and <laughs> I do. It's what we've done for, you know, most of our adult lives. So it's, it's pretty natural transition for us to. Corey's open to other restaurants from scratch before. So you have experience in that as well. Yeah, we, we, we both have plenty of experience mm-hmm. in the industry and um, it's, it just seemed like a good fit, you know. And, you know, for Catherine, the wharf's always been the wharf, right? She can't really, you can't change the wharf. Right. No. The no, wharf is what it is. You, yeah. You, like, you're not changing it. You don't right. want to change it. Right. Because it shouldn't be changed. Uh, and it, it's just kind of an opportunity for us to kind of put our mark on on something new and, and kind of do what we want to do. So mm-hmm. um, I think that was kind of the draw for us. And then, you know, our friends, our good friends and, and partners in the, in, the, uh, in the business have been wanting to get into that industry a little bit mm-hmm. too. So a good segue for them and we obviously um will be doing most of the legwork and all that so sure that's kind of how it it started gotcha yeah. so are we are we going back to the roots and is this we got setups ready for us so many people want i wish you know i wish oh you could still gosh. do that obviously like legally you can't right that, but <laughs> I, I wish we could because that's such a cool concept to me i've never been able to see that like i don't know i don't think any of us have at our ages yeah we're mm-hmm. able to drink at a bar with setups but yeah, you, you it probably I'm wasn't there. illegal. Is it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't yeah. 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 There's one Minnesotan thing that yeah. she can put on her list. Right. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. Drinking at 14. Yeah. <laughs> prohibition era after prohibition. Over. Um, so what went into the decision to bring back the name? And, and what did that look like? Did you need to get permission uh, to have that name? Or what did that look like? No, there was not really a permission situation or anything like that. It just, you know, that building has been Ox Lake Tavern for the last, what, 50 years? You know, Mm -hmm. minus minus the 10 that it was Bourbon Room. So it just, it's one of those things, like, would you change the wharf's name? Mm-mm. You know, <laughs> was it really ten or, or years? Moonlight Bay? Or? I was going right, to say ten like years. It's all, yeah. They were open ten years. You know, wow. all of those businesses. That's that's their. That's what they should be. Mm-hmm. You know, they should keep that name. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that, that was cool. I was actually having a conversation with my dad the other day about it and asked him if he had any memories, but he actually mentioned uh, my grandpa, who was mayor back in 2000 of Cross Lake, lived just on Manhattan <laughs> Beach Road, and he said that was like their favorite favorite place to go was Ox Lake Tavern and it was and he my dad literally said it's one of the staples of Cross Lake's history oh yeah, yeah. for sure it's definitely and, one of the beginning ones mm-hmm. and, and it's just so cool to like you know bring that back that name back and obviously it's it's cool to get giddy over a name itself but tell us a little bit about what the vision is about what uh, menu and stuff like that as well and what that what you're kind of are going for for the vibe yeah, no, and and to go back to that a little bit, yeah. there's been so much feedback. Like, we we made that decision to go to Ox Lake Tavern, and then before really even talking to anyone about it, and then people kind of started to find out, like, oh, mm-hmm. you're going back to Ox Lake. Like, everyone's just been ecstatic about mm-hmm. the decision awesome. to, to go back to Ox Lake Tavern. So it really solidified our decision, like, oh, we made the right call, mm-hmm. yeah. for sure. Um, as far as vision going forward, you know, definitely not going to be the old <laughs> Ox Lake Tavern, <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> Uh, I think we're really going to, yeah, really going to be <laughs> emphasis on, on craft cocktails. Um, that's going to be the focal point for sure. Uh, vibe's going to be a little more loungy. We're going to add some couch seating, stuff like that in there. Um, some more laid back spots like that. Um, and then food is just going to be, you know, good, fresh food. A lot of food that you don't see typically up North mm-hmm. in Cross Lake. That's kind of our, our goal is to move away from the the uh, the fried food that you mm-hmm. that you find most places, which is great. You know, we love that. We need that. We love it. But yeah, but it's diversity uh, is great. Nice you know, I, it's some, yeah. We're mm-hmm. just gonna. I think it's twofold. Two things that we don't really have in Cross Lake: our craft cocktails and and some craft food. So, mm-hmm. um, not not a huge kitchen there. So it's it's going to be a smaller menu as far as the food goes. But mm-hmm. um, it's definitely going to be about the vibe, about the cocktails, and uh, just having a, and a great sports bar too. Okay. So we're we're definitely like we're okay. going all out on Vikings. We're going all out on Wilds. So okay. Um, we're gonna love do that. We there, love that. We're gonna try real hard to make it the spot to go watch a Vikings. There might be a, a little bit of an LA Rams picture in there though, since Corey's <laughs> such a fan. Not <laughs> yeah. this year. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, for sure this year. Yeah. Hey, Vikings fans can relate to my years. Yeah, oh, so yeah. I'll tell you that much yeah. for sure. No, Don't they get can't all excited because you, you made yeah, the you, they can't biggest relate. comeback in yeah. NFL history. <laughs> they, they really can't relate because the Vikings fans have not well, – how long has it been since uh, the Rams won a Super Bowl? Less than a year? See, the Vikings fans <laughs> don't know what that's like. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> At I least really, the ones alive. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> No, it never. No. It's never. It's, <laughs> it's never. So been to the Super Bowl. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes, Man, many times. Yeah. Just uh, ten, didn't take that one home. So a more heartbreak. Yeah. Um. So you you the the vibe's gonna be um like cocktail lounge stuff like that. If you're gonna, how are you going to transition like this demographic that is like Bush Light, Natty Light, the, those Vikings fans into that? We have no interest in transitioning that, you know. Okay. Like, we still want them to come. Okay. Yeah. Like it's. We're still gonna have bush light. We're so there's still there's still be a tap line. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then a appetizer list. Any teasers or anything like that? There. <laughs> I mean, I know I you know Vikings game appetizers. Yes. <laughs> appetizers for sure. There's a good um, uh, deviled egg teaser. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love uh, Swedish meatballs. I think was probably oh, like okay. we've been working on that, and that one's just amazing. So mm-hmm. I'm super excited about that one. I, I think it's a cool savory winter dish. Um, and as far as the food goes, it's going to be seasonal, you know, so mm-hmm. winter, sure. we're going to have a lot of savory stuff, um, a lot of comfort awesome. foods during the winter. Um, yeah, we're doing a, a deviled egg with deep fried shrimp on top of it. And it is 
That's a good one. People are going to be okay. That that sounds also good. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. gluten free too. It is. Wow, that's yeah. a big thing these days. Somehow. All these Somehow. celiacs out there need that gluten free stuff. So, uh, so the only thing that I hate about watching the show Bar Rescue, amongst other things, is that I always <laughs> want a really good craft cocktail afterwards. Yeah. Yep. And I'm hard pressed to find one, uh, typically in this area, without you know going to like the distillery or whatever. So that's yeah. an awesome piece that I'm excited about too. We're kind of far too. and few between right now for mm-hmm. craft cocktail places. Y- you know, because, yeah. yes, uh, just a standard, you know, rum and coke or something, you know, it hits the spot when it needs to. But, you know, when you want to have a relaxed, like a date night or something where it's, you know, you want to drink something that's good and right. you're not, you know, yeah, dying. No, <laughs> I also think we're paying $15 for something that's mostly I, booze. We talk about the, you know, the Bushlight lovers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I... Even a guy who likes to drink a lot of Bush Lights still wants a, a craft cocktail. Yeah. They just don't know. Yeah, yeah. they just, no, exactly. They just don't know. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Once they try it, they're going to want a second <laughs> Yeah, they're one. hooked. Yeah. yeah. And they're going to have to come in in their camo jacket and ask for yeah. The, yeah. the foofy drink that they don't want to tell their boys they're having. <laughs> With the but they're having it. it. And they're going to yeah. do it. They're going to wear, that, leave the wear that badge of honor. So I can <laughs> yeah. go and, and feel okay about getting my crown apple soda well, every single time. That's <laughs> a different kind of craft cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> or vanilla vodka yeah, and coke. Vanilla vodka or your no, crown The funny apple. part is like that's a craft cocktail to some people. Yeah. yeah. That, yeah. I'll have the flavored. Amen, brother. Any teaser on a craft cocktails you guys have on the menu uh yeah so i mean you know we I, my forte is is classic cocktails so your old fashions and manhattans are going to be awesome um those will be the staples for sure uh mm-hmm. every week we're going to have a cocktail of the week so um we're going to be playing around with a lot of cool stuff you know smokes and, and bubbles and stuff like mm-hmm. that so you're going to see some cool stuff there um co2 CO two my 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 favorite cocktail. The first thing you should get when you come in is the New York sour, mm. in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Big fan of sours. Bourbon, bourbon, lime juice, egg white. Egg white scares some people, with, yeah. but with the booze and the citrus, it's right. kind of an antiseptic. It it kills the anything that would hurt you. So right, yeah. No, it's uh, that would be my go to. Well, and that's that's the funny thing is, as a fan of sours, I go. To, you don't you don't like go to just any bar around here and go. Oh, I want a sour because they. Yeah. Pull out like the jug of whatever that's yeah, been no, sitting yeah, underneath yeah, it, no. and just kind of throw it in I, there. Honestly, and half the I time think, I think it's just old metal yellow. I think finding <laughs> and, uh, and Catherine, and both of you, I'm sure you've seen it. Uh, you know, in hiring, I think part of the struggle is finding a, a bartender in this area that understands the vision to. And that can do that type of craft. That, that can make the cocktail, and you can teach them right. You can teach them the recipe, and they're going to get it, but somebody who understands how to stir it or how to shake it right to make sure that the egg white froths the way that you want it to froth. Like that, the art behind a good cocktail is, is tough to teach. Yeah. Well, luckily we do have a few bartenders right now, a couple new ones too, that we just kind of hired and uh, that have experience with craft cocktails. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, one of our couple of our bartenders have a little tiny bit of experience, but not a ton. So, you know, they're, they're learning as, as we go. Yeah, it's like, and honestly, the biggest thing is is personality for me. Yeah, I can teach anyone how to make like anyone how to make a craft cocktail. Mm-hmm. Give me a week, and like you'll be making craft cocktails. That's not really the issue for me. It's, okay. like, it's like it's the personality. It's the it's yeah. It's it's really the person that that you that you look for when mm-hmm. hiring. For yeah, for sure. So you mentioned Vikings and Wild Games. Um, speaking of that, is it going to be Vikings and wild games this season or when are you guys looking at opening here? Oh, um, 100%. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, our goal is New Year's Eve. 
Okay. To some extent. Um, oh. I don't know if it'll be a full-blown, full menu, mm-hmm. um, but we're definitely going to be open um, and having having a party there for sure. So Sweet. Champagne at midnight. There you go. Yeah. There you <laughs> go. At the very <laughs> least. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. We at least have champagne. Yep. <laughs> Even if it's it. just friends and family, so you yeah. can say that you are open for it. Uh, yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to be more than friends and family, but yes. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> no, and I, and I really hope the Vikings make a great playoff run. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously, the, the Rams are... Uh, are a lost cause this year, mm-hmm. so I'm I'm all on I'm all on the. See the when you brought track. up the Rams thing, I was like, "Is this a joke? Does he actually uh, like them, oh, or right. is the photo <laughs> going to be like above the urinal?" Or <laughs> 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 no, this year we might move it over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot! So you've owned the war for your family has since '88. You said last, I guess the last couple of years could probably you could say have been the hardest ever with COVID going on and everything. What, was that an issue with wanting to open another restaurant? Did you have that in your mind at all that, hey, we had this one during COVID. What if something like that happens again? Uh, you know, that wasn't really a, a thought, I don't think, for us, really. We didn't. We haven't really been planning on buying a restaurant mm-hmm. for the last couple of years or anything. It just kind of fell into our lap almost. You know, it, it was brought up and um, the previous owners were in and we had a conversation and it kind of went from there. Uh, Planning on something like that happening again is not something you should do. I don't right. think if I would, <laughs> right, right, right. Like if you live your life in right. fear of that happening again, you're not going to do much. So, right, yep. exactly. Uh, it, it did suck, but it was interesting. And, uh, you know, I, like obviously we learned a lot from how something like that would go. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I mean, super interesting. But, no, I don't, I don't think that we, that we thought even twice about, no. about that. It's so interesting having started Traders just over well, a year and a half ago now. The amount of opinions that come out. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Like uh, ev- stool managers. Yeah, everybody's <laughs> got something to say, right? Like this is what your menu should be, and this oh, should yeah. be. Mm-hmm. So, I think we were talking about that with Jeff over at Mission Tavern, and he's yeah. like, <laughs> he's like, somebody told me to do sushi or something like that. And I was like, no, right. Yeah, everybody has an opinion. Are you guys gonna have sushi? I love, I love, I love Kevin, but I don't want to eat yeah. sushi. Oh gosh! Oh man! Well, um, we'll go ahead. Oh, I was just. I think, um, Jesus, Bourbon Room um, used to do breakfast every once in a while, right? On they do brunch or events. Just, okay, we'll just kill it there. Mm-hmm. Got it. Uh, so speaking of breakfast, um, breakfast. I have you know that I had a, a gentleman living with me from Michigan uh, for a while, and, and when he was here, I got to give him the tour of all my favorite restaurants in the area. He'd never been here before, yep. and I brought him to the Wharf's breakfast one day, and he still to this day says it's the best breakfast he's ever had. Oh, and that's awesome. He said he said he had the corned beef hash, and it was just like yeah. incredible. So. People really want to know what is the situation with the breakfast being on and off and kind of like what does that look like the last year? Because I'm guessing, I think I heard staffing at one point, stuff like that. What is that? It's always going to be staffing, you know. It, yep. At the end of the day with, you know, the wharf being open till you know, whatever it is, 1 a.m., mm-hmm. 2 a.m. If you think about a restaurant being open from 6 a.m. when a cook gets there till, yeah. till 2 a.m., that means <laughs> – yeah. Closed for four, four hours. Four hours. We're closed for four hours. You know, and at the end of the day, having you're just pushing people. You're you're doing too much. You, yep. So you you got to eliminate one thing or the other. And I'm not. We're not eliminating dinner. Right. Right. For sure. We're not eliminating lunch. Yep. Um. At at the end of the day, you have to make some concession in, in this area because it's so seasonal. If we yeah. weren't so seasonal, if if we could keep staff year round, 
you know, and we had the same people that just stayed all year. Different and story. you didn't have to fill staff every May. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it would be doable. But I, I just think that the massive influx, it's just not, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. And I think the space, like, we've seen other people try and close middle of the afternoon to try and have like yeah. two, three hours of prep to turn over. Mm-hmm. Like the space that a lot of the restaurants, like, I don't know, how, how old is the wharf, the building? It's a it's, Quonset hut from it, the... It's a metal Quonset hut that was built in like the early 50s or late 40s or something with a dirt floor originally. Yeah. And then it turned into the building you see now, uh, early 70s. Yeah, and the demand in the 70s of what that kitchen was expected to, to pump out and the amount well, of the space Well, the downstairs, that you have there was never a downstairs kitchen. It was only upstairs, which is even smaller. <laughs> right, right. So oh. in that, you know, you see that at Manhattan's. You, mm-hmm. Obviously, you're going to run into that... Uh, at, at Ox now, yep. it just, all of these places have these tiny little kitchens and we see this huge influx of people for the summer and you try and keep up and you try and make everybody happy and yeah, you, you gotta, you gotta give the concession somewhere. Right. Yeah. And, and there's a reason no one does it. You know, no mm. one does breakfast anymore. It's just, right. it's, it's a high demand. It's just tough to do. It's tough to do. Mm-hmm. And I think it's kind of where people draw the line. It's like, it's the one meal that's not worth it to make. So right. right. Unfortunately, well, because it, we're like, we live in sure. Chris, like we love going out to get breakfast, but we get it. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, yep. Yeah, and like you were saying, the turnover of the kitchen, you know, it takes a couple hours, and then you're not serving anything for two hours. Yeah. So Imagine the wharf closing at noon on a Saturday. Yeah, no. And just, like, sorry, hang yeah. on, we're, we're turning over. Yeah. We're, we're closed <laughs> for two hours. Just hang out of the dock. Hours, and, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say that it seemed like the boat traffic this year was more than ever. I don't know if, you, if it, the numbers said that, but it seemed like, and you guys are at probably the most prime spot on the lake for you know, traffic left or right, yeah, whatever. The traffic is insane in that yeah. channel. Yeah. So did you feel like it was probably one of your busiest summers boat-wise? Yeah. I would, yeah. There's a lot of boat turnover, that's for sure. I mean, it was it was definitely a good summer. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't think it's going to be going down anytime soon. Right. You know, no, I think right. it's just it just increasing, mm-hmm. uh, which is great, you know, which really, I think the best part about that is people living up here permanently is stabilizing our winters. You know, mm-hmm. So yeah. it's not so up and down. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's... That's the biggest thing. It's less that. of a roller coaster. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think one thing, going back to the breakfast stuff and not to hit a, a hot button, <laughs> but like, honestly, I, I look at it and a lot of people love breakfast, but one thing that's changed in the last few years is people wanting like their cocktails and wanting their mimosas and their yeah. bloodies and stuff yeah. like that. And you can go to, to Lucky's and go get a bloody, but you know, not necessarily breakfast. Yeah. It's a Sunday. Yeah. Well, it's so, Viking Sunday. Viking Sunday, right. <laughs> I will say I'm excited but about the wild awesome. games because yeah. I don't like the Vikings get a lot of attention. For sure. But especially now that FSN North is now Bally Sports and Bally Sports hates fans. Uh, <laughs> you can't watch games. Like I just want a place where I can go and watch the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There I've needs seen, to be a good wild bar. Like, I've seen maybe a period and a half of hockey. Yeah. I know this I'm, season. Like it mm-hmm. I need somewhere to go watch a game. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. Yeah. And if there's only, if you're the only guy sitting at whatever bar does that have the game on, you're the only guy sitting there that's actually paying attention to it. It's mm-hmm. not the same as you right. feel weird about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sitting there cheering by yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you look around. Yeah. Give yourself yeah. a high else five. Is watching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'm excited. That just for that sports angle for sure. I'll be out there. I'm I'll I'll have to learn my um, fancy drinks and all that stuff and maybe, like, go up from the Crown Apple once or twice Ooh, and get up. Make sure it's to get okay. you an extra flower. Yeah, there yeah. we go. <laughs> and, and a driver to get them home. <laughs> yeah, <'cause, 
Oh, oh come on. Yeah. <laughs> Uber would not be a bad idea. Yeah, I, that's another thing. You guys want to open an Uber up here too? I, yeah, that's probably what we should. Yeah. <laughs> I tell, tell myself that daily. Oh, yeah. Gosh. No, we're uh, super excited. And when we heard about it, that was great. And yeah, our mutual friend, Kendra, I know, had I said, hey, I, I think I know who's doing it, but can you confirm this? And that. Mostly because I want we want them on the podcast too. <laughs> so so none, no, we're, none we're of us wanted to be wrong. We didn't want to reach exactly. out. Exactly. Like, oh yeah. no, actually not us. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Do you know how many people didn't care if they were wrong? Right. Well, that's the thing too. It's like rumors. Oh, I mean, and most of those rumors are false too. Like, oh, right. it's the people from here that are opening up. The people right. from here that are opening up. It's somebody from out of town, and it's like, yeah, we just want we wanted to get it right the first time. That's the biggest thing. It's a good call because yeah. we, we had people come up to us and be like. Oh, I heard you're opening a wine bar, really. <laughs> oh, oh, news oh, to me. Yeah. Uh, I heard piano bar as well. Piano oh, bar. Yeah. piano bar. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Dueling piano. Dueling oh, piano. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I don't know where they go. No, right, exactly. <laughs> How artsy of you. <laughs> Those are fun. Just keyboards yeah. in your lap. <laughs> so oh, so right around the new year we can look for you uh yes. until then how do people stay up to date on everything you got going on well you, you mentioned kendra kendra mm -hmm. yeah, yeah she she runs our instagram and facebook and everything um we're not i guess we haven't really posted anything on instagram for new year's eve specifically mm -hmm. just because it's more of a word of mouth scenario at the moment just i don't you know it's uh it's soon it's coming soon it's next saturday <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, no. Holy crap. Yeah. yeah. That's next Saturday. It it's that's like 10 days away. Yeah. I don't even want to talk about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Today even was just like, holy. Yeah. It's it's coming quick. And yeah. There's yeah, it's so been much chaos. still going on. Yeah. Well, that's seriously, exciting. thanks for the time, taking the time to come yeah. and be on with us. I well, know everybody in the us. community is really excited. I know we are. So, um, I don't think I have anything going on for New Year's, but I do now. So. <laughs> yeah, I do. But I'll be there the day after. Yeah. The yeah. Day after. <laughs> You'll learn how to like a craft cocktail then. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, I'm a big fan. Okay. Awesome. Anything else uh, you guys want to share or uh, or plug for the listeners? Uh, no. We'll, we'll see you guys soon. Thanks mm -hmm. for being patient, and uh, we'll get her open as soon as we can. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, plan as far as once you open, do you plan to be open full capacity as far as like seven days a week or start it off slow? Yeah, I think I, we're going to start off seven days a week. Yeah, right? we will. I, yeah. I, we're just going to do PMs, though. Yeah, four, oh, four Open at 4 o'clock. Yeah. Awesome. So. Yeah, nothing wrong with that at all. Nope. So. Love it. Awesome. We'll but, be there. Uh, yeah, so thank you, Catherine and Corey, uh, to, that just talked about Oxley Tavern. I, I mean, that's holy big smokes. news. It's big news. And I didn't know it was a week and a half away. Yeah, like, I literally, it was last week, the social media posts started going out, mm -hmm. and it started kind of popping up in everybody's feed, and then, you know, that was when I messaged you guys, and we're like, okay, we got to get these guys on, and then literally, we are another week and a half away from their opening so i'm pumped um, yeah it's such a like unique way to approach uh what cross lake has or doesn't have and it's a really good way to do it i think mm -hmm. i mean it's i mean i personally love craft cocktails and you know more of a relaxed environment because i mean especially in the summers like things are so nuts and then being that they're going to have this option for locals too in the winter and stuff is going to be huge for like date nights and stuff frankly I commend them for the fact that they put up with the sheer chaos at the wharf and then woke up one day and said, you know what? Let's, <laughs> let's go do this again. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I uh, can't relate, but <laughs> like, I, 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 I agree. You know, I same, them. same with the foys. I mean, they, yeah. they now Ernie's is a, is a, 
a completely different animal than Main Street is. But still, the fact that people are going into this restaurant world and doing it time and time again and yeah, I, it is that's enjoy a, it. Yeah, that is a good comparison, though, I think, because Ernie's is the it's the gold mine, you know, like the lake. It's, you know, the wharf of yeah. Well, yeah, really, yeah, yeah. if you yeah. look at it um, and Main Street and they might not have as an extensive of a menu at uh, Ox Lake Tavern, but it's sort of still that vibe where you it's a date night vibe more, you know, while Ernie's is more of the just pure fun. But I don't know. I think it's pretty cool because there isn't a spot in Cross Lake, especially like that. I like the pool table idea. I like the couch yeah, vibe. I'm excited. Um, pool table. So it's awesome. Um, and it's then awesome. the just the. And I really do love that. And that building, and I so yeah, it's it's exciting to see what they're gonna do. Location's great. It's not super busy, and you know it's a little bit off the beaten path, but just like if somebody went out and bought Moonlight Bay right now, Mm -hmm. I would not be excited Mm because I just I don't. No, absolutely not. Moonlight Moonlight is Moonlight. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's much they can do with that building. I don't think there's a lot of opportunity to do anything other than what they do, Mm -hmm. Um, which they do well. Yeah, which which they do. They did what they did. What could have been done too? I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it at all. Right, just like. But you're right. It's it's the perfect bar. It's a turn and burn. Just like yeah, people are going in for food. They're not going or for dancing. Yeah, or that's yeah. a whole other. Yeah, <laughs> that's a whole or Friday and Saturday nights story. in the summer, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, but there's no <laughs> other place in town that you would want to see really go away no, or whatever. No, like and I nothing. think you know, like Manhattan Beach is what it is, and you know, and I and I talk about you know, I commend um, Cross Lake for being one of the better dining you know areas or towns in this in this area and i think just this addition is huge adding to the diversity and i even look at like what crosby's been doing with some of their diversity with bringing in like their cocktail lounge and some of the restaurants and eateries there have been awesome yeah yeah it's so. it's fun to see a little transition and everybody says oh we're a you know a mick golden light or a jack and coke kind of crowd but the only reason that's what everybody drinks is that's all you can drink. All you can get. The only reason it's <laughs> right. the same burger at every bar is because that's all the bars are making. Well, and I wasn't going to say this either, but like the reality is, is that you can't walk in to Moonlight and get a, a craft cocktail like that. Mm-hmm. Like you can get right. at some other places, and mm-hmm. but, but there's a reason for that. Right? Really, like it's it's the turn and burn and whatever. Where is there in, like in Cross? Maybe Manhattan, I guess, would be the closest where you can get a drink similar to that. No. I mean, I mean, here's yeah. probably the closest. I mean, where you can get a, yeah. an actual craft mixed drink. You're yeah, so, traders. It's, it's just so, yeah, traders. I mean, mm-hmm. um, whether it's... Even, I love Norway Ridge, right? I love Norway. But, like, even their craft cocktails, just, yeah. they don't they don't get there. No. You know, they're, I, do th- I do think Norway is, if, if Norway was missing anything, it's, I think they're, the, the all of the drink selection could yeah. be elevated and they built out that nice bar that over the last awesome. what is that two years ago mm-hmm. um they're getting there yeah 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 so and who are we who are we to the, judge the but, thing you is know. here like and i'm not gonna like pat colton on the back or anything too much because i don't want that don't ego, do that. i don't yeah, want don't that, do that ego that. getting up here okay. uh, I'll, I'll give tal the credit um yeah, that's so <laughs> it's it's always something new like your stacy and the crew downstairs is always trying to think of what that next craft cocktail is and i think that's what makes a good cocktail lounge um and it's that cocktail hour feeling down there you're not um i saw a few people down for lunch having a a craft yeah this this week is interesting how many people are already here for christmas and they're going to be in town for a couple weeks Mm -hmm. 
the there's a lot of lot of morning cocktails going out this mm-hmm. week. Some mimosas. I mean, some uh, straight man breakfast Manhattans. <laughs> At like nine on a Tuesday. Hey, you know what? Don't judge here. We're hey, not judging here. Hey, they're on vacation. Exactly. Absolutely. Or a break from work. Yourself. It doesn't. Absolutely. You know, um, you know who isn't on vacation this weekend? Any of us? Uh, the Vikings. They are home. Their last home game of the regular season. But last week, uh, the Colts were on a vacation here because, especially in the second half of that game, I would say it was. The Vikings were on vacation okay, the in first the first half, half and then okay. the Colts went on vacation the second half. I almost thought that maybe there was um, Kirk Cousins was trying to throw the game and throw that ball <laughs> to the other team yeah. because I had he, never because he did throw. Yeah, it to the I'm other a team. I am the biggest Kirk Cousins apologist and fan, and I'll be like, nope, I think he's really good. That was about as worse as I've ever ever seen him play in that first half. Yeah, not good at all. No. Like pocket presence, but then non-existent. Then. 33 nothing, turns into 33-7, turns into 33, I believe, 15, because I think they went for two, turns into something like that. I don't know. It turns yeah. into a lot, to a lot, to a lot, to a lot, till all of a sudden, we won. Dalvin Cook got that little screen pass. That was... Took it to the house. Paul Allen, I thought, was going to have a heart attack because I was listening to it on, uh, was, on the radio. Uh, doing his job. Yeah, he uh, a little bit more. Um and if you're the ref, uh, I would not want to be by Paul Allen after that game. He was tearing them apart. Did you hear the his call during the during the game? Was it or was it after that that he named the refs? Oh yeah, and called them out and said, "If yeah. you are a part of the NFL, whatever, you need to send them directly to the XFL." Yeah, no, no, no. no. He said, "I don't care if you're the XFL or the USFL or the Arena Football League. Trey Trey Blake should never be a ref in your league." And he was tearing them apart. Wow. And then the Vikings came back. And I love that. Oh. Yeah. There was um, also at the end of, um, at the end of overtime, right before we, ca- I have to get into this story about how I had yes. to listen to this entire damn game on the radio. Ah. Um, but uh, at the end, right before we kicked a field goal, completed a pass to Jefferson and the defender held Jefferson down to mm-hmm. the field to try, oh, yeah. try and get the clock to run out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. got called for a delay of game. Mm-hmm. But Paul Allen was point blank. He's like, shame on you, India, Indianapolis Colts. You cheaters. You cheaters. He's like, you better call, call him. Suspend him right now. And he just like went off. I can't remember who the yeah. defender was, but he was just Jeez. laying into him. Yeah. And calling him cheaters like he was scolding some <laughs> six-year-old in a t-ball game. It was the greatest thing. He just so yeah, he's he's unreal. Um, so they go on, as everyone knows, um, to to have the largest comeback in NFL history. They also won the NFC North that game as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then in the locker room, this happened. We set out a long time ago, talking about doing one thing, and one thing first before we talked about anything else. Congratulations, NFC North champs! Right there. Yeah. All right, when we came in this locker room at halftime, it couldn't get much worse. We couldn't have done more to allow that other team to win the football game. But I just felt it. I felt each and every one of you, I felt the captains with your C's on your chest, understanding that we were about to go break an all-time regular season or playoff record for comeback victory to win.
See, see, we, I was ripping him a, a couple weeks ago. Not ripping because I've always said I'm a huge fan, but but his, um, I think two weeks ago we were talking about his response to Cam Dantzler and you know blah 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 blah. But that is a, that's a head coach right there, a little collegey. Who? A little co- he was Tiny Dantzler. No, he was not. That, and that is probably why they came back. Well, no, no. Um, My yeah. gosh, love I love that coach. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Would not have seen any of the other ones Skull do bikes. that, I don't think. But Skull yeah. to the bowl, baby. Yeah, well, you know what? A huge win last week. Get ready for a letdown. <laughs> <laughs> we all are expecting it. It'll happen. But you know what? We're here for the ride. Yep. Um, One thing you can always count on with the Listen Local podcast is events and one of the biggest events coming soon is the Nisswa 100 and that's why we have justin olson joining us hey buddy hey how are you fantastic justin did isaiah give you any indication that he was gonna like start it up like that because he sure didn't give us the indication yeah, just surprised the hell out of me <laughs> i like i like that i thought yeah. that was awesome exactly. justin's on my corner you guys back he's, off he's getting a little better we, we love him <laughs> hey man how's uh how are things in your world uh, things are good. Things are busy and kind of ramping up, but we're uh, we're definitely staying busy right now. I can tell you that much. <laughs> well, that's good. You got your uh, your sled all tuned up, and ready to go, right? I would say so. I think we're about as ready as we can be. That's awesome. So I know, um, you know, I we always want to have you on and, and talk a little bit of uh, pre-event stuff. So for those of you who don't remember, uh, Niswa One Hundred is a uh, core power sports racing series. So we had our first annual last year uh and just so happened to win venue of the year last year uh so that was a huge accomplishment and uh now we are we are back again so justin tell us a little bit about uh kind of what what your preparation has been coming into year two of this event yeah i would say a lot of what we did last year um kind of the same type of thing except for just a little bit smoother working with everybody since they're a little bit more familiar with things um, still working to get sponsors and things like that on board. Um, and hopefully the weather is favorable. So it'll be a good event again for people to come watch. We did, uh, we changed the course route a little bit, it's a little bit longer. Um, it has a little bit more viewing areas as well. So it should be a lot of fun for anybody to come out and watch that way. Um, and then just kind of last minute stuff, you know, with all the snow and, and that kind of thing, just trying to get everything ready. Yeah, definitely threw a wrench in things. I mean, uh, we were just talking, I believe yesterday or day about uh, having to go through and clear off trails because tree branches and stuff across the trails with how this heavy snow. Yeah, so about half of our course is going to be run through the trail uh, system here. And so just kind of getting out, trying to clear trails and make sure that everything's good. Um, we've got a few weeks left to, to get ready, so we're trying to kind of have all hands on deck for the next few weeks to get everything everything done and all the last-minute stuff put together. Yeah, awesome. Uh, and the other great addition this year has been bringing on Hunts Point as a pretty, I don't know if they're a sponsor or whatever, but we're uh, going to be able to have food and drinks there, kind of a warming area for uh, the 
the spectators, they not only can go through and walk, uh, walk the pits, but you can go uh, hang out at Hunts Point and warm up. Yeah, so for sure. Cool They've been a, a huge addition. Yeah, I think it's going to be fantastic, and especially we're in January this year, so it might be a little bit colder temperatures than last year, and uh, having that for people to go there and have food and drink and then be able to just be warm inside is going to be really nice. Yeah, I think uh, the January thing is uh, going to be another interesting angle with the amount of snowpack. I mean, last year being uh, middle of February, I think we had you know the extra month and a half of snowfall to make sure the trails were able to withstand the amount of uh, wear and tear that it takes to, to run the race. How do you think the snow is going to hold up? I mean, we got the, the wet, heavy stuff. We got a little powder the last 24 hours, but you think we're okay or do we need another six inches? Um, I think you're about right on. I think we need about another six inches and we're hoping that that'll happen. I, we got snow in the forecast again, I see here this week. So I think we'll be okay. Um, we are going to have help from the local snowmobile clubs to be able to be out. Um, and they're going to groom that a few times beforehand. Um, and even up to the night before, just to make sure things are nice and smooth to start out. So I think, uh, with a little bit of snow coming and the colder temperatures that we have, I think the snow should stay, um, and should be just fine as far as, as race conditions. Yeah, I know that was huge this year, being that we uh, have changed weekends. So it is the 14th and 15th this year. And being that it's this soon, we actually had to plan for a backup plan this year. And that was kind of interesting to go through uh, just in case we didn't get the snow, right? Because it's Minnesota. For any year that we get where we don't get enough snow, we do have the backup to run um, a lake race, which is all the same guys, same everything, um, just a little bit different setup. And they'll, they'll go run on the ice. So that's kind of a cool backup. So we kind of have the option to run the race regardless um, of snow or not. So this year we're fortunate enough to have enough snow and be back in the ditches. But in the future, if it's necessary, we are able to go on to the lake and still have the event. Gosh, it's, it's funny. Right before we got on the phone with you, we were talking with uh, our friend Walleye Dan uh, getting an ice report. And I think having to run the race on the ice would have been a bigger disaster than trying to run it on the little snow that we have, you know, worst case scenario, just because of the amount of slush that's on top of these lakes. Now, uh, I, I can't imagine what kind of mess that would be for, for the racers. Has, have you seen that? Yeah, it was kind of one of those things where up until a couple of weeks ago, it would have probably been fantastic right. um, just because there wasn't much snow and, it, you know, pretty easy prep work. But now I think you're right. I would say that, with the snow, because they'd have to, you would have to plow, and I, I don't even know that that's possible at this point, just with right. all the slush and everything. So, yeah, I, I would agree. Had we not got enough snow, this would be a unique year where, you know, you might not be able to do either one, which is something that would be, you know, rare that we wouldn't see very often. I wouldn't think. No, completely agree. I, I didn't even think about it because we were just commenting yeah. on the amount of ruts that, uh, you know, the sleds, the few sleds that have. Uh, taking the risk to venture out onto the lakes, uh, the ruts that that's already created over the last week, uh, and then picturing, you know, a hundred mile race, it would, it would have been interesting. Yeah, for sure. So I think we're, I think we get a little bit more snow, we can kind of guarantee the ditch, and I think we're we're in as good a shape as we can ask for, uh, you know, based on conditions. Hey, Justin, it's Jacob. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. I'm sure you and he the listeners, yeah, you and the listeners have <laughs> missed my voice for the last five minutes because um, that's about the longest I've ever not talked on this episode or on this show. So <laughs> uh, I do actually have a, a question for you. Uh, yeah. Ditches, trails, or lakes? What is your favorite part of the course? 
Um, I would say, I would have to say trails. Okay. I just think that it kind of gives guys the opportunity, um, to not necessarily be the most high speed rates, but gives more, you know, more skill and sled setup involved. So I kind of think that trails would be my favorite as far as that part goes. I mean, I still think these racers are insane. Having watched last year, watching how <laughs> fast they take those approaches on the the driveway approaches is just i can't imagine the amount of pain they're in every morning after a race yeah the the ditches are (laughs) i going slow i get (laughs) i get beat up (laughs) i can't imagine how fast they go and yeah i i prefer trails yeah well um 10 15 miles an hour nice leisure ride yeah, I don't think I don't think Justin's in this for the leisure leisurely no, ride. He's no. in it for like hit, hitting those jumps at about 40, 50 miles an well, hour. The jump itself isn't as that that's fine. Dude, I, it's the the culvert that you didn't know was there that you bottom out on as you fly. <laughs> I, yeah, I honestly it was a first time seeing anything like this for me. Um I mean, I've been to Snowcross before, but like last year, as I'm driving down 29, um, it must have been the first day, and I was almost to uh, what's the crossing right there? What's that called there? County Road One. Oh, Jacobs. Jacob, yeah, Jacob's Jacob, Corner. What, what my corner? Um, Jacobs Road. So <laughs> right there, and I'm just cruising along, going about 55, and like all of a sudden, boom! Right in the ditch, right next to me, a snowmobiler like flies right past me. I'm like. What is going on? I had no clue that's how those races went. And, uh, yeah, I mean, and we sat in Isaiah's truck right there at by Babinski's for, I was with you for majority of that first day for sure. And it, it, it was a, like, it's a long day for us. I can't imagine what it's like for you, but it was so fun to, it was so fun to watch. It, it was something super mm-hmm. different. So if you're listening right now and, and you haven't been out to one of these races, it is so much different than Snowcross. And I mean, these guys go balls to the wall, like you said, ditches, trails, and lakes. So um justin i'm sure we'll talk to you again here before before the race but thanks for hopping on today absolutely i appreciate you guys having me all right all right have a good one man thanks for hopping on yep thanks guys and once again we are still looking for sponsors so if you are looking for a way to promote your business this year uh reach out to myself or uh, pam dorian at the niswa chamber and there's a couple different packages set up where you can sponsor the event and uh be a part of it. It's really cool. I know yeah. there's, it's also, I don't know if anybody knew this, but there's a free event to attend. So you can just uh, go, uh, go watch. And, I had fun. It literally was Yeah. Fun. And get to see all the race trailers and snowmobiles and mm-hmm. stuff like that. It is a blast. I didn't want to say this with him on the phone, but some of those crashes last year were in. Yeah. I mean, I know that part of, part of the prepping last year with the planning committee, we had to, I mean, everything for all the emergency yeah. uh, response where the helicopter where are two locations that a helicopter can come in and make sure we can get people out mm-hmm. uh where the, where's the paramedic gonna sit you know there there needs to be a, an ambulance on right. standby yep. uh, within like an immediate radius uh there's also once they get out into the woods on the on the trails like we gotta uh, have emergency out, vehicles to get out yeah to out get behind to the getaway uh, when they're out in the in the woods there mm-hmm. uh to be able to to get to the people as fast as possible yeah. um yeah there's a lot that goes into dude, it some dude messed up his leg badly and i saw it like i was talking about the driving thing i don't know how they can concentrate on just that but holy buckets i thought i I I thought i saw a death 
I think one of the guys within like the first 300 yards of the starting line went through a barbed wire fence. Oh yeah, he flew. He went what? over the approach and he his snowmobile hit the barbed wire fence and he flew over it and landed oh. in the field on the other side of the fence. Was it that guy or another guy? I saw like the one that I thought might have um, passed away right in front of me. Um, get up, put his sled back over and get right race. I'm like, what is going on? That guy just did like <laughs> 15 cartwheels in the air. His snowmobile's on its side and yeah, but... So, yeah, if you want to see some action, some high-flying snowmobile action. High-flying right action. Right in front of you. Right by Hunts Point, actually, too. And hopefully maybe down Conrad kind of 1 as well. Wear so. your helmets, kids. Please wear helmets. Well, I mean, you have to wear a helmet. Well, um, not riding a bike. Yeah, and, and also, if you're going to be out snowmobiling during the event, make sure to too. look at the signs that are posted. Because there yeah. will be parts of the trail that will be closed. Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of things that you don't want to hit head-on in the trail. And... One of those is one of these racers coming yeah. around the corner. Preferably one of them, yeah. <laughs> Jacob, oh. did you wear a helmet as a kid? Uh, just walking around, yeah. <laughs> I one of those cool ones that said Superman. That, that makes your, it makes me think of <laughs> no, one of the, glasses. Uh, an insult that I heard the other day that I really wish I would have brought to the Loons game. And you can ask oh, one, there's of the, more. Ask yeah, one of the... Uh, season's only half over. I know. We're, we're going to go back. but The Loons actually won last night. They or, did. They're playing that Blaine Classic. They played uh, a yeah, team they're two, from they're Yellowstone. Mm -hmm. Stop it. Austin, like Austin TV show? They spanked them. Yeah. Do you think it was the ranch hands out there playing? Yeah. I doubt hockey? it. They probably don't know how to skate. No. Um, <laughs> but they, yeah. no they played Austin, Texas. <laughs> then they played Yellowstone. Today they're playing Wausau. I'm assuming that's Wisconsin. Wausau, Wisconsin? I'm uh, pretty sure it's Minnesota. No. Wausau? W-A-S-A-O-U-X-Y-Z. Um, Wausau, Wisconsin. I thought we said we would never talk about Wisconsin on this show again. Yeah, I know. Yeah, can you stop bringing it up? Yeah. Mm -mm. There's a team in from Tampa that was staying at a hotel the other day. It is crazy. I mean, good on them. I, I think it's it's fun for those kids to see um, some outside competitors. I mean, we've been to a few games here uh, on home ice, and it's like you're playing Alexandria or, and you're, Alexandria. or you're playing Alexandria. <laughs> so I think it's fun for them to, to yeah, see some, his favorite team. some <laughs> other uh, other competition. And maybe my what I'm getting from it is maybe all of these junior teams – here locally, like Alexandria, are just really good. Maybe all these Minnesota teams that the Loons play Probably. regularly are all just a higher quality than we think mm -hmm. they are. Because I just think some of right, it. Has I don't know to where your trying. rationale is going, but we're gonna we're gonna switch. Things well, because up here. they're beating Yellowstone. Yeah, right. But the Loons are amazing. They're like I don't know who watches Yellowstone. They're so good. Yeah. The Granite City Lumberjacks seem to have our number. Yeah. Um, but, I uh, have their number. And Alexandria called. is Alexandria. For Wizards. sure. Um, so lucky for you guys. Um, did you know it was Christmas week? We haven't even talked about Christmas. Do you guys consider yourselves fans of Christmas movies? Uh, yeah, I think yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we talked Got about it. Well, week. it's good. I'm glad that you're fans of Christmas movies because that's why I put together this wonderful list of Christmas movie trivia. Oh, oh boy. We're back. We are back. So how <laughs> Christmas are you is the game. All right. No, no, no. So we got a Vikings win and hopefully one of you guys will walk away with a free beer from each other. If you win <laughs> first one to five wins. Uh, first question. What is the name of the evil magician in Frosty the Snowman? 
this isn't like a true or false or a multiple choice. Is no. It? Can we step to the You said you are uh, Christmas on, movie on, aficionados. On, I will say the question again. What is the name of the evil magician in Frosty the Snowman? I can picture that. Can you say it one more time? Hey, Siri. <laughs> oh. Uh, I know a person in there called Yukon Cornelius. I am wrong. That is a different person. You are incorrect. I, I, I have no clue. Okay. Uh, you guys are off to a great start. That was Professor Professor Hinkle. Oh. Yeah, I never, never, never would have I can that. picture him, but I yeah. never would have gotten the name. Totally can see him. I apologize. All right. First one to complete this wins. Complete this famous line from Elf. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is... Singing loudly for all to hear, or <gasps> bingo! Oh, nice job! There it is. One for Colton. Hey-oh. Let's stick on the elf train here. Oh. When Buddy runs away, what does he apologize for in the note he leaves behind? These are. I don't like my life right now. When he runs away, let's. I'll give you a hint. Yep. Uh, towards the end of the movie. Yeah, towards the end away. of the movie, he runs writes, away. Writes it on the etch a sketch. Mm -hmm. Yes. He writes. Is there, is there some sort of, can, can we start this? Can you start what? Can you start telling me what? <laughs> uh, let's just say. in the scene. It has something to do with a dessert and something to do with what came before the DVD player. Sorry for. Five. Four. I don't know. Sorry for putting Three, chocolate yes. chips in the VCR. It is. Cookies. Cookies, ah. yeah. Cookies. So, sorry for cramming 11 cookies into the VCR, yes. he said. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, I can sort of picture Hey, that. I'm still winning. Yeah, you, you are. are. Colton up 1-0. Uh, These are How hard. many lights are on the Griswold's house in Christmas Vacation? Oh, I don't know, because I hate that movie. I feel like we went from 0 to 100 yeah, on these questions. Way too hard. Like, what is Marv's accomplishment? Good thing I put. I made like 30 questions, so we're just going to oh, keep going no. through until just you go. Um, alone I'm... Going to 16,000 Christmas lights. Go 32,400. 32,400? Yep. 32,400? Yeah. Oh. 32,400. Got it. 25,000 is the correct oh, answer. Well, you win. You're yeah, away. you went over. So I'm up too. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, one, Bob. In Roth the Red-Nosed Reindeer, what does Hermie wish he could be instead? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. I'm so Ooh, excited. This is an this. easy one. Never mind. Not, it's an easy one for me. Well, what's Hermie say? What is the name of the dog in How the Grinch Stole Christmas? Max. There you go, Jacob. Yeah. I'm starting to think that Isaiah did not write these questions. Yeah, no. He did, definitely did not. In Home Alone, where does Kevin's family go for Christmas? Paris. Uh, eh, well, no. Home Alone 1, they go to Florida. Home in Alone. In Home Alone, in where Home does Alone, Kevin's family go for Christmas? They go to Paris. Yeah. In Home Alone. In Home Alone in 2, Home Alone they, two go they go to Florida. You said that was your favorite Son movie. <laughs> you. <laughs> Colton is up 3-1. Son of a B. Just wiping the floor with you. He certainly is. I lost the Home Alone one. I'm, I'm thrown off now the rest of my life. Just uh, in A Christmas Story, what gift does Ralphie receive from his aunt? Red Rider. We tied. Incorrect. Oh. From his aunt? Yes. Uh, is that the bunny costume? Yeah. Oh. Yep. Jesus, Colton is just destroying me right now. <laughs> uh, what is the name of the head elf in The Santa Claus? Ch um, oh, 
No, no, Come no. Come on. I can picture him. Colton is Who up 4-1. Who is Bernard? No! Yes! <laughs> Dang it. I was right there. Damn it, Bernard. No. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and it's funny because Tim Allen calls him Barnaby. <laughs> he does. At the beginning when he first meets him. Oh, man. Oh, Bernard. My chuckle every time. Goodness. All right, let's go chuckle one more. every time. Listen, Barnaby. What is the highest grossing Christmas movie of all time? I'm gonna go with Elf. Do people make make money yeah, on movies how, back how, in the day? No, I'm gonna go with the Elf. Grin, the Grinch. How the Grinch? And if neither of us Christmas? are right, tell Home Alone. Is it one or yeah, two? I suppose cause just because one all or two. Of, all of the Solo. There was another question that I put all together. The merch and you know, yeah. I mean, they probably get residuals off every single time it yeah. plays on TV. Yep. What yeah. is the name of the Grinch's love interest? And how the Grinch stole Christmas. Cindy Lou Who? Um, sh- that is a child. <laughs> that is a child, Jacob. My goodness. We need to edit that out. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> oh, it's um, the mayor's wife. Yes, I can't think of her name. I thought her name was Cindy. Martha, Martha May Ruvier. Yeah. <laughs> That's good, Isaiah. You sound just You're like the mayor. welcome. The Polar Express. Where does the train arrive for the main character? Misfit Toy Island. His front lawn. Oh. Okay. Anyways, are you guys going to be... Uh, Can we like, dumb down those questions next time? So yeah, that was tough, man. Sorry, I thought... Start with the Home Alone one. I thought time. you guys knew Christmas I mean, that's movies. like professional-level yeah. questions. I would say that they're semi-professional What's the questions. wizard's name? How many light bulbs... Actually, I did 70 questions. You partnered with BuzzFeed. Okay. So for those of you listening, they have stole my computer and they are looking through this list that I've created uh, in partnership with BuzzFeed. Do you guys feel attacked because you did yes, answer all the yes, questions? Yes, I feel right? cornered oh. and okay, okay, triggered. Okay. okay. <laughs> Who voices Scrooge? In the 2009 Christmas Carol. Jim Carrey. Son of a... You're such a yeah. liar. <laughs> and Fred... You okay, read what? every damn one of these. Oh, and Fred, okay. We need a new list. <laughs> and Fred Claus, who plays Santa. Go to my history. I have like three or four more websites. I don't want to go to your history. I do not want to go to your history. And that's this all the time we have, folks. All right, let's wrap this up. I need to go to Barajas.